Calling all overwhelmed coaching and service-based entrepreneurs. Are you struggling with working in and on all the things when it comes to your business? Delegating projects to your team, struggling with apps, tools, and programs that are supposed to make you feel more productive? You are not alone. We have created this podcast for you. Tune in each week to hear how you can create structure within your business, learn when it's time to hire a team, and be the fly on the wall for the episodes when we talk with other entrepreneurs who were in this same situation, but worked through it with the help of a team. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Business Managers Podcast. And today you've got Melissa and I. We're coming at you with sort of a walk down memory lane, shall we? Shall we call it? We shall. We're knocking on the door of one year of this. When this episode goes live, right? Won't it be one year? Well, just 364 days. Yes. So you can't get much closer than that. You could get right on the money. But as we release our podcasts on a Monday, it is 364 days. Very nice. No leap year or anything? No. Not this year. Okay. So we're going to take a little walk down memory lane, talk about what shook out as our top 10 episodes. We've got so much more coming this year. So we hope you're as excited as we are. We're knocking on the door of our 50th episode because we are who we are and we don't like to follow the old rules. This is going to be episode 49, I believe. When this not 50, you know, we really wanted it to be a round number, but this is just how the chips fell. Well, and and I will be 49. Ah, yeah. So it is the year I will be 49 this year. So we will celebrate our 49th episode for your 49th year. Yes, because a nice little tip, not a tip, like a unknown fact is we were going to launch on my 48th birthday. True, but we backed it up a week. Yeah, we did back it up a week. So we could launch with our cohort because we went through a a whole process on getting ready. We went through this whole, like, I don't know, cohort with other people launching podcasts on the same day. It was great. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. It was a great process. If you have questions about it, let me know. It gave us all the ins and outs. And it's been such a, at least for, I'll let Melissa speak for herself, but it's been a really fun year of episodes and of podcasting it's sometimes it's been work it can be a lot of work to find the right guests and make sure that we're bringing compelling content if you will to our listeners and to make sure that we we have the right energy because right not every day or all the time do we want to record because we're not feeling our best Mm -hmm. yes we work hard and sometimes we get tired and we work hard for the money And as you know, 2022 and well, 2021 and 2022 already hasn't been like a stellar years, right? It hasn't been a stellar year Mm -hmm. in this world since we began. So it's been heavy. So we, Mm -hmm. uh, we did what we could. Let's talk about what we did. Oh my God. When we looked at these numbers, while I believe that all 48 episodes have been fantastic, I guess I'm not surprised yeah. at the top 10. Yeah. Like I said to Melissa, when we were going over this list, I agree. I loved all 48 episodes. 
mostly the ones with just you and I. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Because there was like three of those. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But we had such great guests. We would love if you chimed in, you know, when we post this in comments, shoot us an email at podcast at com. Let us know what your favorite episode was, what stood out for you, what you like about the podcast, what you hate about the podcast, what you would like us to bring from 50 and beyond 50 to hundred, 50 to 99, whatever it's going to be. But I agree. All episodes were great, but these top 10, they really brought it. These were fun guests. They really were fun guy. Huh. Let's start with number 10 and we'll just count down. Right. Okay. Yeah. So flipping the list that you have there, the, that of the top 10 of the 48 rounding up number 10, was our friend and guest, Christine McShane. She helped us launch this podcast. She was one of the first eight guests that we had that launched on launch day. And she actually was our first guest. And she comes in at number 10 for her episode about creating a compelling message with words and images. And that was episode nine. Mm -hmm. If you don't know Christine McShane, you really need to know her. She does photography. And she is also a copywriter. And that is such a great mixture because they kind of go hand in hand with like branding and all of that good stuff. Um, yep. Did you just hit play? Yep, I did. So anyway, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen, but that's yep. all right. Anyways, that's just what happens when you're recording, right? She has this great networking group that we belong to. There's a free version and also a VIP version that she just launched in, what, January? It's called Small Business Networking for Busy People. At the recording of this podcast <laughs> episode, there's 674 members, and it's that's pretty good for only a couple of months. So listen, um, she's a powerhouse, like no is. doubt about it. I am also part of her content creation club. Yep. And let me tell you, talk about creating a compelling message. I have been a member of that since inception. I drag at my least feet. a year, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least. And I drag my feet going because I joined the group because I wanted to learn how to write a compelling message. But then I get nervous because I don't think I can write. But everybody has that creative spark, right? So I'm sitting on a call with Christine and the ladies in the group. And I talk, I'm talking about my bio. And Christine just totally riffs right off the bat, like what my new bio should be. Like blows my mind that this woman can just like the words on a page or the brilliance. Right. Amazing. I would have to be like, I'll get back to you. Yeah, right. You all know, I think I've told you before in other episodes, like when I went for my master's degree, I would take 12 hours to write a two page paper because right. I just put that much thought into it. So when somebody else can just think right off the bat, like with a really incredible bio right off the top of their head, like that to me is amazing. Right. She's and good at what she does. She's yeah, great at what she does. She absolutely is. And I know so, she's got some new offerings coming out that she's just started to drip out. So follow so her. Absolutely. If you don't get know her, her circle, get to know her. Yeah. Come to small business networking for busy people and you won't, you won't be sad about it. You'll be glad about it. Yep. It's a valuable group with lots of conversation, 
great advice and lots of networking this and it's not icky networking it's it's really good networking and it's she's built a, a great group so kudos to her and she she comes in at number 10 right it's all so, about the relationship building it is mm-hmm. so thank you christine for being number 10 thank you for being number 10 mm-hmm. she was episode nine for those who are keeping yes. track at home so coming in at number nine was episode 11 Managing time, team, and streamlining business operations with Leslie Ingves. Another powerhouse, another person that you need in your sphere. The most kind-hearted woman you'll ever meet. Yep. And she absolutely, absolutely knows her shit. Yep. And she'll hold you. She'll hold your feet to the fire, but in the absolutely most loving way. Yep. You know, <laughs> and she will giggle about that as well. She will. So if you haven't listened to that episode and taken the juicy nuggets away from it, I absolutely implore that you do. And while we're talking about amazing offerings, Leslie has this amazing co-working opportunity called Entrepreneurial Study Hall. Say that five times fast. Entrepreneurial Study Hall. 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 Fantastic. You you. did a much better job than I would have. I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. Yeah, absolutely. But so it's really geared towards like taking a project that you have on your plate that you are not putting your time into because Mm -hmm. you're busy doing your own business, working with your clients, etc. But if you go to entrepreneurial study hall, you're going to get your shit done. Yep. With and it's sort of like guidance. a mastermind, right? Yes, absolutely. Study hall. It's a great price point. It's $77 a month. At the time you, of this recording. At the time of this recording. And I wouldn't be surprised change. if it goes up. Right. Absolutely. And you get to go several times a month. Mm-hmm. I think it's Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah. And uh, you get to choose when you go. If you want help managing time and streamlining your business operations, reach out to Leslie because she is bomb. Yep. And like Kelly said, she came in at number nine. She came in at number nine, episode 11. Right. And she's got some other offerings as well, but her newest offering is that study hall. And it's it's taken off like hotcakes, if you will. Absolutely. I heard she also has a VIP day that is life-changing. Mm-hmm. I've heard that through the grapevine. So get in touch with her. Get in touch with her. And listen to that episode because it's Ab- super absolutely. valuable. Lots of juicy nuggets, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. All right, coming in at number eight was episode 22, building a high-performing team with Tina Forsyth. And she is the creator of the the certification program that I went through for online business management. The International Academy of OBM Online Association, yep. The International Association of Online Business Managers. It's an extensive and intensive program. And she was the original mm-hmm. that put out the program. She actually like invented online business management, the mm-hmm. term and the certification and the whole program. So we had her on and she talked about her journey of working in corporate and then doing OBM type of work sort of being that right-hand woman for the CEO and then, you know, leaving corporate to strike out on her own to create this certification program 
and I think like 2000 plus people have come through it mm-hmm. so far. There's, I think they have cohorts going on maybe three or four times a year. And like I said, it's, it's intensive, but you learn everything you need to know about becoming an online business manager, you know, the ins and outs of everything, the, the offerings you can to give and also market pay of what you, you can, you can charge. Because you are certified, and you know certifications don't mean everything to everyone, but um, I know being certified, I have gotten the training that I need to be able to help business owners. So it just I love gives it. you that extra confidence too. Yep, for sure. Yeah. You know, and um, what Tina talked about on our epi- on our episode is finding and hiring a high performing team. Yeah, which you know that's really important. When you're building your business, you want to make sure that you have top performers and identifying who they are and aren't. And how much you probably should be making in your business to know that it's time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like set yourself up for success in, in figuring out what you need, what you can delegate. And then if you're not fully there, what you can still take on while you get to where you need to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was number eight. That was episode 22 with Tina Forsyth. And following up right behind episode, coming in at number seven was episode 43, uh, Transforming Your Life as an Online Business Manager with Sarah Noked. And she also offers a program called the OBM School. And she offers a certification as well for online business managers through her program, you know, it's a different program, different certification, but she also talks about, because she's sort of in the same sphere as Tina, she talks about how she left corporate and became an online business manager and sort of, you know, talks all about the offerings that you can provide as an online business manager and what skills are most needed by online business managers Mm -hmm. for business owners. Did I get that out right? You really did. And you know, what's really fun about Sarah is that she is in Israel. Yes. And she, so she's really global. She has a lot of uh, clients all over the world. It's funny. One of the things that I, I think about when we talked with her is how she talked about Australian time. And I was like, wow, it's so great. You can go to Australia. She's like, yeah, but it still takes me 14 hours, (laughs) Yeah, you know, but she is a wealth of knowledge too. Tina and Sarah both, you know, come from the same field and they both have vast amounts of knowledge, but they both have different skill sets, which, you know, goes to the point of anybody that has the drive and the willingness can be an OBM, yep. even if they have different skill sets. Right. It's all about leadership. Yeah. And she, we talked, we also talked, I remember about the nomad life, you know, she knows people across all time zones and, you know, if she's, that's where it came from. If she's in Australia, she knows she can dial up someone and meet them for yeah. coffee face to face and mm-hmm. and work from anywhere. And that was one of the greatest things that she got from being working remotely as an online business manager. Right. Right. Because she's originally from Canada. Why did I just sign? <laughs> you had a little then. accent there. But now she's in Israel and 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 she has that flexibility because she can work from anywhere because that's what this lifestyle affords us, the ability mm-hmm. to work where we want. Exactly. When we want. How we want. Exactly. Yes. 
coming in at number seven, episode 43 with Sarah Nokhead. Check it out. And then it was one of ours. It was one of yeah. our uh, solo, solo episodes. episodes yep. So it came in at number six. It was episode 12. This one was a popular one. This was top 10 things to delegate to a virtual assistant. Because I feel like this is something that every business owner mm-hmm. struggles with. Absolutely. It can be really hard. Yep. You know, to you, let go of the reins. Mm-hmm. And you like everyone always tells you, you need a virtual assistant. Like you'll work with, you know, a coach or, you know, a business coach or even just a, a mentor. They, everyone tries, not rightfully so, tries to get you to delegate things. And then you, your head spins and you wonder, well, what the heck am I going to delegate? And why can't I just do it myself? Isn't it faster? Isn't it easier? But there are things you can give up so that you can just run the business, right? Right. You don't have to give us your bookkeeping or, you know, it could be. In fact, I don't want your bookkeeping. Precisely. I am not good at math. I am no bookkeeper. (laughs) No bookkeeper. (laughs) I, you know, and nor am I a virtual assistant anymore, which is really fascinating about the last 48 episodes of this podcast. Right. Last year, a lot has changed. But this episode is still timely for a lot of people who who are looking to hire a VA and the, this episode will can guide you on like some of the things that you can offload to a VA. Yep. And if I'm going to recall correctly, it's probably things like your newsletter or your calendar, social media schedule, social media scheduling. Yeah. Any number of those things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and knowing that not all VAs are built the same, and there are admin VAs and tech VAs, and there are also VAs that do it all. Mm-hmm. And there are VAs that only do X and only right. do Y. Right. And that's okay. And you have to just find the person for you. Right. And it brings me back to my telephone company days. Like none of the stuff that you're going to give to your VA is going to take down somebody's phone service. Like the uh-huh. one time I took down an elementary school. That's true. You know, and- My neighbor in the cubicle beside me took down a whole town. I mean, that's not dial tone for the whole town. That's not going to happen. Right. So these things can be fixed. If something happens, it's not the end of the world. It's not somebody's phone system. So everything is fixable. Everybody, everything is figure outable. Figure outable. Everything is fixable. Fixable. Give yourself the time, the space, and the grace. You'll be happy for it in the end. You really will. Because what do you love to do? You love to make money for your business. A newsletter isn't making money for your business, nor is social media scheduling, nor is calendar management. Right. So go out and do those sales calls, rub elbows with people. If you need me to help you jump off that ladder, I will. Yep. I don't want you to break anything. No. (laughs) That was episode 12. It came in at number six. Mm -hmm. Right there, smack dab in the middle-ish. Yes. And coming in at number five, this was a fun one. This one went off the rails. I remember this forever. It was a little off the rails. That went off the rails. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have wanted to go off the rails with anyone besides episode 42, rule-breaking in writing with Judy fuckery Harrington. (laughs) She will be happy. She is also, she's a Bostonian and she is also a copywriter and a writer. She's now an almost soon to be author. author. Yeah. She is writing a book. If you want to hear more about it, please go to Judy 411 anywhere on the interwebs. 
judy411.com on Instagram and all of that good stuff. She is a good time. She really is. Uh, but she she's a wonderful person. Yeah. She, she really is. Be stopped. No. Yeah. She's a freight train a coming. A she chugging is a ray along. of fucking sunshine in her yes. words. Yes. Yep. But she's also an, a phenomenal copywriter. And yes. didn't you guys have a reason you were sending each other dick pics? Yes, we were uh, just yesterday, actually, sending each other dick pics. But don't get me wrong. Uh, they were pictures of dictionaries <laughs> that we we decided to call dick pics because I stumbled upon a dictionary called the New University's Webster Dictionary, self-pronouncing. It's from 1936, and it even says inside it, it is a new book. I sent her a picture of it, and she was wowed by it and then you know she started sending me dick pics and then that's when it ended and then she she talked about our dick pics on social media so i mean yeah, she's a good time her. she is a good that's time. what you're gonna get when you talk to judy mm-hmm. but in all seriousness yeah she's a great copywriter she's really really well versed in rewriting linkedin bios helping you update your copy on your website, making blog social posts. media posts, blog posts. Again, you cannot go wrong with Judy 411. Yeah. And she is a 10 pound bag of fun and a five pound bag. Did I screw that up? I don't know, but she has a good time. So listen to that episode, episode 42. Yep. With Judy. Rule, Rule breaking, breaking and writing, writing. With Judy Harrington. Our top 10 list has two copywriters in it. Mm-hmm. They are both equally as amazing and also equally different. I would recommend following both Christine McShane and Judy Harrington. They are both great with their craft and yeah. uh, they know when to hold them. They know when to walk away. Right. Listen, I just got it right. It's 10 pounds of fun in a five pound bag. There you go. I'm so glad you got that. You know, you brought that back. Sometimes I am a slow processor. That's all right. Anyhow, you just needed yeah. a second. I did. I did. Yeah. So that was number five in our top 10. Yes, yes, yes. And coming in at number four was episode 25. This also was a fun one. This is Overcoming Imposter Syndrome with Debbie Brosnan. And she she has done it all. She was what, a CPA, Mm -hmm. right? Yep, exactly. Um, And now she is like a chefy. Yeah. We might, you know, see her on a cooking competition someday. She's but, got what two? She just she just came back from one of her her first retreat in Napa yep. Valley, Napa Valley, which was has been a dream for her for like years. Yep. Her I food, know she's got another one up her sleeve. I don't know if she has that one out yet, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you were gonna say the food. Well, the recipes that she creates and shares in her virtual cooking classes are phenomenal. Yes, we did one. We did a risotto one with her. Mm-hmm. What was that? Butternut squash risotto. Yes. And then there was another one we did too. Oh, yeah. What the heck was it? You ponder that. I'll ponder that in my processing. But anyway, in that episode, she talks about overcoming imposter syndrome, which I think a many number of us deal with mm-hmm. on a daily basis, especially in entrepreneurship, as it is not an easy field to be in. No. And how she just, you know, her family was so happy when she became a CPA and or an accountant. And she knew that that's not what she wanted to do. 
she knew she needed to bust out and be a chef. And, you know, before the pandemic, she was doing events in home, personal cooking for people. And then, you know, COVID happened. And now this it's probably the best thing that's happened to our business because her virtual cooking classes, classes, it's the effortless kitchen, right? Yep. With Debbie Brosnan, her, her virtual classes are amazing. And she does one, I think every month, every Saturday, every Saturday, she puts her menu out by the season. Yep. Her recipes are amazing. And she does, she has like one camera on her face and then one camera is above her station looking down so you can actually see what she's doing. I think the class is about an hour or an hour and a half on a Saturday usually. And start to finish, you'll have a, a delicious meal. You get the recipe ahead of time. You get all everything that you need for it. Well, you mm-hmm. have to go out and get everything that you need for it. And she also does like also wine pairing parties as well. Not parties, but some of her classes she'll do some wine pairing with as well. Or even beer recommendations for certain meals, but she doesn't do that all the time. Um, most of the time it's just the meal, which is right. She, so for when she does the wine tastings, the wine pairings, that's with somebody else. So it's sort of yep. like a collaborative effort. Yep. So that I think that's probably like quarterly. Yeah. But that's also a great opportunity. But the classes, the spring menu, like it's $30 a device. So if you had like a family and you wanted to do cooking together on a Saturday, like that's short money. Mm-hmm. And I you think know? that the day we were there, someone had gotten it as a gift. Yes. One was from her brother and another one was from his wife. They were able to just cook in the comfort of their own kitchen. No pressure. Mm-hmm. And she's, she really makes sure everybody's on the same page, answers every question. Even if you never cooked before in your life. Right. You will come out of this class with a delicious meal. Yes. So I'm happy to time. report that I think, and I hope that every day she beats imposter syndrome because the work that she does in the world she expands the palates of her guests yep. and gives us delicious meals. Yes, because I think we talked about my 11-year-old palate. Yes, we did. And I can't remember what her favorite spice was. Was it? I can't remember what it was, but you'll have to listen to the episode because we talked about that. That's we a reason to tune my, in. Yeah, and we talked about my, maybe it was a five-year-old palate that I have. It might not even be. An 11-year-old palate. I would I venture to say it's like a five-year-old palate. Yeah. I'm getting better, though. You are getting better. Remember 2014 when I ate hummus? Yep. Yep. It wasn't even the whole year. No, it wasn't the whole year, but it was. Mm-hmm. It happened. Mm-hmm. Whatever. All right. So that was right, episode yeah. number was 25. Episode, which came in number four. Number four. And this is a weird one, but yep. fun at the same time. We couldn't not put this one in because exactly. it did come in at number three. It's our friggin' trailer, right? So someone out there, many of you, hundreds of you are just listening to our trailer and we thank you for that. We do. And I hope that those of you that have listened to our trailer, just keep coming back for more. Yep. Even if you just want to put the trailer on repeat. Yeah, I'm down. That's fine. But Mm -hmm. venture into these other episodes because I I dare say you will have a good time. Dare I say. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. Um, so really, there's not much to say about that, except it was pure. I mean, it was excellent. Like, it was like a one minute. 
Yeah, but it's ex- it's excellent. It is excellent. Yeah. You know, the voiceover actors are phenomenal. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do give so, them credit. Yeah. So that was number three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two was uh, episode eight. This was another solo in air quotes because it's two of a us. Duo a duo. A duo called How We Stay Productive. We stay productive in yeah. our business. And we just talked, we gave some tips because our first eight episodes were shorties, if you will. Little short, short short episodes Mm -hmm. about productivity and like productivity tips and all of that. So that was what we hit people with on day one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I talked about my bujo in that episode, didn't I? Yes. Looking at it right now, it's really still a integral part Uh of my productivity journey. But we are sad to report that one of them, one of them may have, have gone to the other side without you knowing yeah yep that was a uh but i have a tip i have a tip. yes give this new tip because it's very helpful to bullet journal users everywhere so you know when you finish a notebook and in this case a bullet journal most people are like i don't want to throw it away so what i do is i literally at the i take however long it takes it can be a day it can be an hour whatever I go page by page of my bullet journal that I've just finished. And in my new bullet journal, you're hurting my feelings right now. Sorry. In my new bullet journal, the first pages are everything that I deem because I just take notes as well in there of like phone calls and like brainstorming ideas. Everything that I deem that needs to stay, that hasn't been implemented, that was important, something that I learned. I write in the new Bujo so that I can feel as though I can let go of the old Bujo and throw it away because I know there's people out there with Bujos, bullet journals that have bookshelves full of them. And it's like, what's that? But what are you going to do with that? That's just stuff. Yeah. So then eventually you're going to have a volume of one bullet journal of just important information. That's fine. Then you tuck that in a bookshelf. That's so one. Are you of- telling me that you just do this one bullet journal of things that you're carrying over? So, yeah, at the end of the bullet journal that I've just finished, I go into the new bullet journal, but I go through the old bullet journal and write down in my first few pages of my new bullet journal. I okay, write so down- you don't have a, like one that's just building up to be the one that stays forever. No, but that's also an option. It is an option. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's like culling. The herd, if you will. Well, my herd got called and I'm upset about it. But anyhow, enough. That was, yeah, that was a great episode. And that came in at number two. Yes. Do you want to do the honors, Melissa Berger? Do you want to do a drum roll for this? I mean, I don't have a set of drums, but you know what? I'll take two pens. I could ring my bell. Ring. Or would that just be too loud? Give it a shot. Just do a little tinkle, if you will. (laughs) We're going to gear up for number one, folks. Ready? Just a little, like you're at church. All right. Well, that was weak, but that was my drum roll. All right. And coming in at number one, our most popular, most listened to episode is Christine McShane, Maximizing Your Time. 
which was actually episode one. Episode number one. Came in at number one. So we've got the top 10 is bookended with Christine McShane. How she crazy. Has is our that? number one episode and our number 10 episode, Christine McShane. So if that doesn't tell you something about what she's saying, listen up, people. Listen up, people. Mm-hmm. So she talks about compelling messages with words and images in, in the number 10 episode. And in the top episode for our podcast, episodes one through 48, the top episode was episode one, Maximizing Your Time with Christine McShane, with three billion listens. That's not really how many listens it was. It was four billion. In our minds, it is. So that's fine. Yeah. But thousands of people have listened to that episode. And be it. So it is. So shall it be written? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so be it. So yeah. that's that's our top ten. I mean, I think that's a pretty good top ten, especially that podcast trailer coming in at number three. I know. I mean, I was shocked. Were you chagrined or just shocked? Just shocked because I'm like I'm overcome with love and awe. That it really was a great year. So much. Yeah, it really was. I mean, we took and, a little uh, yatus, as they say, a hiatus. <laughs> if you're a bro- Big Brother fan and you watched, I don't remember what season it was, and I don't remember the kid's name. No, I don't either. But, but he struggled with pronunciation of words, and um, he pronounced hiatus yatus, and it was fine. It was, and that's how I pronounce it now. So yatus, yeah, we so did we take a, a, a holiday yatus. yatus. Yeah, like I said in the beginning, all 48 episodes were amazing, and I'm really happy that we had all the guests that we did and the learning that we've had over the course of the last year in the podcasting world. I think that Kelly and I can both say that we're going to bust out of our shells a little more and maybe start being on some podcasts. Yeah. That's next to the bucket list. Absolutely. And then, you know, here's another 50 to a hundred more episodes. And we are eternally grateful to all of you who listen to us every Mm -hmm. week. Yep. Because without you, we wouldn't be here. We might still, well, we be, might here, still be here, but <laughs> no one would be listening. <laughs> right. And uh, we love that you give us feedback and you give us ratings and stars and all the good things. Mm-hmm. And we've got our Facebook group, which has admittedly taken a little backseat in the first quarter of 2022, but Melissa has tasked herself. I have to beef it up and we're going to make it a vibrant community. And it's called the business managers podcast. And it's a Facebook group in Facebook. Um, We invite you to come join us. It's a good time. We drop all our episodes in there. We've got a lot of our guests in there and we may even venture into doing like, we've talked about this. So we may venture into doing a podcast episode live and stream it on Facebook live within the group at some point. So that's going to be a good time, which means we could probably take questions from people listening if they come in. So yeah, we'll see. I heard that's all the rage this year. So if we can hit that fourth level of engagement, we'll thank you it. to my friend, Julie at, um, 
in my BNI group, she told me that it would be the fourth level of engagement. That would fourth be fourth level. Okay. Yep. So um, we would invite you to get to that group so that we could feel, you know, motivated to do that. Take that yep. next step. You can hold our feet to the fire. Yes, we need that. We need feet to mm-hmm. the fire. So we'll do this again in another 48 episodes or so, maybe yep. 49. Who knows? Yep. Who knows when we're going to do it? But we'll do this again with another top 10. But expect the unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, tell us, tell us what your favorite episode was. It Just because it didn't make the list doesn't mean it wasn't a gem. Because Absolutely. There are some in our list that did not make the top 10. And I gasp because I think they uh, should have. But Agreed. Like, yeah. I, I think of uh, all of them that I, if we could have a top 10 with all 48, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be a top 48. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Okay. Anywho. So that's it. I mean, that's our episode for the week. We hope you enjoyed it. We're mm-hmm. going to, I think we're going to be back next week with an episode with just us. See, I'm making it happen. Otherwise we'll have a guest. Who knows what's going to happen? You never you know never what's going to happen. Mm-mm. So we'll be back next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Be productive and cheers to another 49. Cheers to another 49 or 48. Whatever we are. Yeah. This this would be episode 49. 49. Yeah. Yeah. 49 and Melissa's 49th year. I'm not quite there yet. So I'm going to hit stop recording. Bye now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good day. Did you enjoy today's episode? If you did, help us grow with a follow, rate, and review. Check us out online at MergioEnterprises.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Mergio Enterprises. See you next week and tell your friends.